Good morning. It's a pleasure to be here with all of you. Last year, when we were with you, we were sharing with you how we started our health ministry in our community. And for those of you who were not there, we just want to get, I want to give you a little recap on how we actually uh, began. It was several years ago when I gathered leaders from my church together to prayerfully uh, evaluate how we were carrying out the gospel commission in our community. We, we were really looking at how we were doing at reaching people for Christ and then effectively making them what we call healthy disciples of Christ. And we realized we were kind of coming short. So we came up with a strategy, which we feel that God had blessed us with, that had three phases in order to bring the church back to its omissional focus. Phase one was re-education. We created discipleship classes that were designed to educate our church members as to really what church was all about. What's the reason for us to be here? What's, what's the role of the pastor? And what's the role of the church members? And by the time they get done with that discipleship class, we then interview them. We discover where their spiritual gifts lie or where their interests or their passions lie. <clears throat> Excuse me. And we actually place them in service in the community. That's phase one. Phase two is looking at the community and assessing the needs of that community. And uh, we have chosen Isaiah 58, excuse me, <coughs> excuse me, we have chosen Isaiah, the 58 chapter, could somebody get me a little bit of water, I appreciate that. We have chosen the 58 chapter Isaiah to be our blueprint for reaching the people in the community. Uh, God has promised there that if we would reach out to those that were in need, if we would relieve the oppressed, if we would take those the, that were uh, poor and bring them to our home, that our light would shine and that his glory or his character would be revealed in us. So we use that as our blueprint in assessing our community, but we also use it as a prayer. Because we're praying, God, as we move forward, thank you so much, as we move forward to do what you've called us to do, you've also promised to bless us. And as far as your kingdom and the advancement of your kingdom. Well, in assessing the, the, uh, the, the, um, the community, obviously there was great needs, but we also wondered what would it be like if every church member was known for doing good in their community? What if every church member had the, the, the witness that Jesus had here in Acts chapter 10? We find that the Bible tells us how that God had anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power who went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil for God was with him. What if everyone in our community recognized Seventh-day Adventist Christians as people that, that had, were full of the Holy Spirit, had power, went about doing good in the community, and that they were relieving the oppressed, and that God was with them? So that, that was our vision to, 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 in our prayer, and it still is our prayer, that we become a people who are known as the followers of Christ by the lives we lived and the examples that we lived and seeking to reach out and help those that were in our community. Well, one of the needs that jumped out to us, of course, and it jumps out in every community, is America's health crisis. There is not one community among us, not one city, not one town, not one state that is not affected by America's health crisis. It's an epidemic. All around us we see how the devil, you know, he's a thief, he's a liar, and he's a murderer, and he's destroying people just through people's lifestyle. 
<clears throat> you don't have to bring America to war in order to defeat America. You just have to send them to Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> Isn't that true? Just send them to McDonald's. Just send them to Dunkin' Donuts. Just to eat a standard American diet, and you're going to destroy Americans. From a pastor's perspective, it was very difficult for me to continue to pray over people and seek to help people in our community when I realized it was their lifestyle that was killing them. And it was just turning in my spirit saying, I have to do something. I have to do something in order to mobilize our people and to reach out to those people in our community. And in our church, and I'm not speaking for your church, we have what we call, we had at the time what we called the withered right arm. It wasn't quite totally dead. It was just withered and it was needing healing because we would hold health fairs once a year. We would hold a cooking class once in a while and we would take blood pressures every now and then. And that was considered the right arm of the message. But that we knew wasn't going to impact the people in our community and carry the right arm of the gospel to those people in our community. So as we made that assessment, we prayerfully chose to go with Creation Health. Now, I know there's many wonderful health seminars at the Adventist Church, the CHIP program, New Start. And the most important thing is, is like what one doctor said when somebody asked him a question, what's the best exercise that anyone can do? And he said, the one that you do. <laughs> what's the best health program that you can use in your community? The one that you do. Are you with me? Not the one that you talk about doing, the one that you do. But we had also ulterior motives. You see, we have a Florida hospital in town, and they weren't doing anything with Creation Health, and they had uh, kind of got it going. So we knew that that would be a great tool by which to use that seminar. Uh, for crea Creation Health. We knew it was important for us to build a team, so uh, we prayerfully uh, chose team. Everybody that's a team member has to go through Creation Health. That's Dr. Miller, the tallest guy there. He's six foot seven uh, in the middle. But right below him in the blue shirt is Gary. I told you about Gary last year. When Gary came to us, he was living on five to eight ibuprofen a day. He had his arthritis was so bad that his wife said he walked like a penguin. And so Gary came to us, and by applying the principles that he had learned, his arthritis is 99% disappeared. He's got a little bit left in his knuckle. But he was, uh, he was so impressed uh, with everything. And, and Gary, um, uh, not only did we baptize Gary, we baptized his wife, we baptized his father-in-law, his mother-in-law, and his sister-in-law. And uh, Gary is about to become an elder uh, in our church. He's a very committed and dedicated individual. So all of the individuals on our team have been through Creation Health, and they're passionate about uh, the, the health message. And that's what you're looking for, obviously, on a team. We're blessed to have Dr. Miller, again, a physician that's working with us. Physicians, I know you're all busy. Isn't that true? Everybody's busy, but we're grateful that when people uh, manage their time as such, that he comes and helps us. Because, you know, with the combination of a pastor and a physician, I, I just think it's one of the best combinations going. Of course, I'm a pastor. But the combination of the two of us is just great. He addresses the health issue. We're there from a, a spiritual perspective, and it's just a great combination. We're blessed to uh, have that team Again, our, our, our team there, uh, we, when we first started teaching Creation Health, we realized that the information was one thing, changing habits was another. Isn't that true? 
So that's when we started to, we, we trained them through a program that would make them become um, uh, health lifestyle coaches, as we would call them. Uh, it was a program through Adventist Source. It's a great program. I can't remember the author's name, but uh, it gave us some tools for them to work with. And at the end of each session, we break out for 20 minutes and the lifestyle coach meets with that group. Are you with me? So our purpose is for them, number one, is following Christ's methods. We wanted to take this statement, and I know it's probably the most, one of the most used statements amongst uh, health people in the Adventist church, but Christ's methods alone would bring true success in reaching the people. The Savior mingled with uh, men as one who desired their good. He showed his sympathy for them. He ministered to the needs. He won their confidence, and then he bade them follow me. So the lifestyle coach is winning their confidence of the people because he's, they're there in a small group. Are you with me? By the time we're done with eight weeks, there's a bond between the coach and the people. It's a tremendous bond that we then allow the coach to carry that over when the seminars end to, to work with the people. We are sharing with our lifestyle coaches, look, what we want you to do is sympathize with them. We want you to minister to them. We just want you to love them, but we also want to train you as the Holy Spirit leads when you're ready to bid them to follow me. Are you with me? So we wanted to take this statement and make it practical to those who were uh, working with us uh, so that they could become effective, obviously, in reaching people for Christ. So we had, uh, last year I told you about doc, my chiropractor who came to our seminar and he called me up afterwards and he asked me out to lunch, and, uh, which was interesting to have your uh, uh, doctor call you instead of you calling them. Uh, they, he called me and he said, can we go to lunch? He said, I've learned, I was so impressed with the seminar, I want to learn what the church believes. Amen. In all my years of pastoring, I never had anybody call me up and ask me, can you tell me what your church believes? <laughs> so uh, we did that and I had the privilege of baptizing him recently. Uh, he's uh, doing quite well. He's um, uh, really growing in his walk with God and he's also becoming part of our staff uh, at Creation Health. I had a, um, we get invited out to the people's homes that we minister to and deal with. We went to one of the homes, my wife and I, and we went to have dinner with them. And when we walked in the door, I loved the introduction because the, the uh, person that we went to have lunch with, she introduced me to her parents and she said, Mom and Dad, this is the gentleman that God used to bring healing to all the nurses on our floor in the hospital. You see, she went and told the other nurses, and the other nurses came, and so then we had the nurses from uh, her area, and they were uh, being blessed. And I thought, wow, what a powerful introduction, praise God, because that's the way, exactly the way we want people to see us, Amen. right? Amen. That God was with us, and God was uh, using us in that capacity. The, uh, recently, one of my uh, health coaches texted me and said, one of the participants wants to talk to you. They had followed up with them, and they were helping them in their lifestyle changes. And uh, so I, I called her up. I've seen her in church several times, and we had a meeting. And she said, I just want to tell you, I've never learned anything like this from the Bible, period. It was one of the most amazing uh, seminars that I went through. It's changed my life. But, the, but what I really wanted to tell you here, Pastor, was what impressed me the most was the love that came out of those coaches. The love that was flowing out of those coaches. I said, well, praise God. 
because that's what we want to be, reflectors of the character of God and caring and loving the people that we're with. And she said, you know, I'm struggling with attending church because my husband doesn't want to come with me. And he was there. And uh, he said to her, he said, uh, honey, I want you to know I may not be there yet, but I want you to be, feel free to go to Pastor Bob's church. So praise God for that. He showed up last weekend to a, we brought in a, a chef. He's a vegetarian chef. We brought him in and he showed up. And uh, apparently she, she called me and told me how impressed that he was with what he had learned that he's making changes in his lifestyle and that it was really breaking down a lot of barriers. So, you know, we praise God for that. Just a few weeks ago, I was walking down the corridor of the hall at church after teaching a Sabbath school class, and somebody approached me and said, Pastor, do you know, remember me? I said, yes, you're from Creation Health. And she said, yes, you remember me. Well, I just want to tell you I'm here today, and I'm in Sabbath school. And she had been in Sabbath school, and I didn't even know that. See, we have a reaping process in our church where if you're visiting our church, we send you to the new believers class. We don't label it as that because the community doesn't register with that concept. So we send them into what we call the new believers class. I have a retired pastor there who has a gift for helping people make decisions. I don't know. It seems like everybody who goes into that class comes out wanting to be baptized. <laughs> I don't know what he does. I just let him do his thing, and we just send him in there, and we praise God uh, for him. So uh, this was our last graduating class. Uh, we've, uh, we started off, you know, we started off small where our classes were like 20 to 30 people. Now we're ad averaging about 60 and 70 people a class. Uh, this is the, the ones, some of the ones that were just ended. We had a pastor in there who was asking us to come to their church. The county commissioner was in there. He was so impressed with uh, the changes in his lifestyle. God has just continually opened up doors for us in the uh, community that it is beyond our, um, our grasp. I told the CEO at the hospital recently, I said, you know, this is getting beyond me. I said, we really need to look to the future, and we need to look, be looking at hiring somebody who perhaps is a Seventh-day Adventist, who has their MPH, who can come in and work with us uh, together between the hospital and the church so that we're working together. Uh, we're at, right now, we have over 400 people on our email list that have gone through our program. We have a website called healthyflagler.com, and thanks to Danny and the Life and Hope people, it's got wonderful content. Life and health. Sorry. Thank you. I stand corrected. It's life and health. Anyways, we didn't, put the, we didn't come up with the content they did. We just put it on the website. Are you with me? So please, if you need material, that, that's um, uh, great stuff that they have. People go there. They learn. They, they get to watch cooking videos. They stay in touch with us. We're just trying to create a way for them to stay in touch with us uh, along the, the way. Recently, Florida Hospital signed a contract with the public school system. We've been working with that contract for about a year and a half. When I say we, one of the gentlemen uh, in our, that's our lifestyle coaches works in administration at the hospital, and his job is to go into the community and, and, and seek to make contracts with the businesses in order to provide health care for those employees of those businesses. So when he gets into situations, he calls me up, and we actually go and meet with the, uh, the leaders of the business to discuss the business plan and what we're doing. But we had, he had been working on the... the uh, 
the county uh, school system employees and the county school system for a year and a half. It just came through. Last Tuesday was open house. They have 1,400 employees and written in the contract is for the employees to go through Creation Health. Are you with me? So, you know, it's amazing when you move forward and you trust in the Lord, the doors that he opens up. From being in ministry for years, I always tell people, unless you move forward and start with what you have, God's not going to open up doors for you. You move forward, God will open up those doors for you. These are some of the, the, um, the uh, leadership was there. These were the CFO. This was the uh, head of the superintendents of our school was there. This is a foyer, and this wraps around, so you couldn't get the whole picture of the people that were crowded into this foyer. And the CEO was talking, and this is what he said. No amount of money, no amount of health care is going to solve America's health crisis. What you folks need to realize is about changing your lifestyle and take advantage of Creation Health, which we were right next to him, take advantage of this opportunity that's being offered to you. And I thought, wow, that's beautiful. That's the truth. And he spoke the truth to those people. The CFO came up to me of the school system and said, have you ever heard of the book China Study? <laughs> I said, well, to be honest with you, it's one of my favorite books on nutrition. And we actually promote it in our Creation Health. We actually show video clips from Forks Over Knives, which is a documentary from uh, that book. And he said, you know, I buy three at a time, and I hand them out to my friends. They give them back, and then I hand them out to other friends. And he said, I've been trying to get the school system to change their, their lunch for the children, right? And uh, because of the government, you know, the political situation, he said that they have to serve meat, they have to serve dairy, but he said, we can work with them on choices. And I said, man, what, what a divine appointment. You understand it was a divine appointment. So now we're going to be laboring together to promote the, what we call, we call it the wellness program for the, for the employees. We don't label it Creation Health, it's the wellness program. So we're going to be working with actually the, the leadership at the school and, uh, and inviting the employees and the teachers. We met teachers here that are on a, um, a wellness committee. They have a wellness committee, but they don't have a clue as to what to do. <laughs> Isn't that interesting? They have these wellness committees. She said, we don't know what to do. I said, well, you've come to the right place. This is one of the best programs that you can find, and we're here to help you. And all the employees get to attend for free. It's part of their package that they can attend the wellness program for, for free. So we pray, praise God uh, for that, for those opportunities that God continues to uh, open up for us. Um, we have many more. I know time uh, is, is um, a factor. But our, our, our eventual goal is to open up what we call a center of influence. God's laid this on our heart. It's a big vision. The General Conference calls them centers of influence. I'm sure you've probably heard about it. We are working with a Seventh-day Adventist businessman who owns a natural food store, a large grocery uh, store. He has 55 employees. We're working on the business plan for it. He said that he'll lend us all of his, his leadership in order to get it off the ground. We would like to have a natural food store, the vegetarian cafe, the doctor's office, and run 14 and 21-day lifestyle change programs out of the, the, uh, what we call our center of influence, which would be in our city. I know that's a little out of the, the range. I know we're blessed by our lifestyle centers that are located in different parts of the country, but we wanted to use this as a launching pad. There's so many people that would, uh, we believe the door is open, the door is ripe uh, for this. Amen. Are you with me? Amen. <laughs> you know, 
Scientists say that if you take a grain of sand these days and you put it on the tip of your finger, one grain of sand, and you hold it up towards the sky, and if you could see through that grain of sand, you're just holding your, your finger up, that you could actually see billions of galaxies with billions of stars. Anywhere you put your finger, billions of galaxies, billions of stars. Isn't that amazing? So they always ask the question, well, how big is the universe? The question is, is how big is God? How big is the God that we serve? And how big is planet Earth compared to the rest of the universe? They say it's smaller than a grain of sand. But how big are you? Well, you're smaller than a grain of sand. But in the eyes of God, in the heart of God, you're big. Amen. You're huge because God became to this planet and became one of us. He came one of us that he might redeem us. He gave up everything. God sacrificed his life that you and I might have life. And now in the final days of this earth's history, no one can look at this world. Everyone everywhere is talking about how the world is falling apart. What the world needs is Jesus Christ. Amen. Isn't that true? And what Jesus needs is men, women, children who are willing to dedicate their life to him and say, like, like the question was asked to the prophet Isaiah, who shall I send? And Isaiah said, here I am, send me. What about you? You know, in our church, we realize that busyness didn't equal leading people to Christ. The devil's trap is for people to be busy. So what we need to do is do a little self-examination while we're here at this conference and ask God to examine our hearts and, and, and ask God to say, Lord, here I am, use me. Right? Making a commitment to spend time with God daily and to be filled with fresh supplies of His Spirit and to break forth from your homes and into your neighborhoods and into your workplaces to be instruments in God's hands by which others can come to a saving knowledge of Him. And God has given us a right arm that he wants to be healthy, to be a vehicle by which others can come to know the Savior. And we all know that the Adventist church should be the head and not the tail. And it's never too late for God's people to pray and ask for the power of the Holy Spirit and then move forward and work together in your communities, work together and form a team so that no, the, the one burden doesn't lie too heavy on another. And move forward in your community to reach those people that are hurting. Everywhere you look, people are ravaged emotionally, mentally, physically, and spiritually, and we have the solution. So this morning, I appeal to you to allow God to use you, to allow God to use you to advance his kingdom, because he's soon to come. Is it your desire to, to want to be used by God? Amen. I think everybody's desire is to want to be used by God. Isn't that true? Amen. And oftentimes we feel so inadequate, it seems so overwhelming, but if we just start where we are, just use what we have, God can multiply that. We started off with, 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 with very little. I started off holding that seminar with one other person, and now I have a staff of 15, and I have more people that want to join our staff. We had no budget. We still have no budget. <laughs> I milk the Florida hospital as much as I can. Amen. Yeah, somebody say it, amen. 
It's a wonderful partnership. We've been working together. We are now working to, to uh, impact the employees with Creation Health, to impact the patients, to impact the community, working together. So my, again, my appeal to you is that you'll give your all for the master. Amen. Let me pray with you. Gracious Father, Father, again, we come before you in the name of Jesus, and none of us are worthy. We come, dear God, thanking you and praising you for your mercy and your grace that is renewed to us every day. To you, we are forever indebted. Lord, we're so grateful that you have looked beyond all of our sins. You looked beyond our misery. You looked beyond how we were living. And you came to this world and became one of us that we might see something different, that we might see a love that, that would lead us to the foot of the cross. To you, we are forever indebted. Thank you for Jesus. Thank you for salvation. And now, Lord, you've called us. You've called us to be sent, and you've given us a message, a right arm of the gospel to carry into our communities, that it might be a healthy right arm. And so we are here today saying, Lord, may your spirit rest upon every individual. Speak to our hearts individually as to where we can serve you in this capacity. Lord, give us grace to sit at your feet every day to be filled with your spirit. And as we move forward, that we would become your, your hands to touch the hearts of lives with. We would become your eyes to see them with, that others may come to a saving knowledge of you. Bless us to this end, again, for one purpose, that you might be glorified. And we thank thee in Jesus' name. Amen. This media was brought to you by Audioverse, a website dedicated to spreading God's word through free sermon audio and much more. If you would like to know more about Audioverse, or if you would like to listen to more sermons, please visit www.audioverse.org.